Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. On today's episode of All the Shit I've Learned Abroad, it's that time of year. It's time for our 2023 New Year's Travel Resolution episode. Now, before we dive into next year's resolutions, we revisit this past year's and see how many of those that we actually ticked off. Spoiler, it's not actually that many, but we may have covered a few from previous years instead. So for 2023, we make some of these resolutions a little bit more attainable. So let's dive in and you can hear what some of these are. Happy New Year! Happy New Year! <laughs> okay, so it's not officially New Year's yet. I feel like we do this every year. <laughs> I know, as we record this. I mean, I would hope by now people know that we record the New Year's episode before actual New Year's. And I would hope by now, after how many years have we done the podcast stuff? Oh, God. Three? Three? Going into the, four? our fourth year? Yeah. Um, that, that we would get the time difference right between London... <laughs> And Melbourne. I failed. <laughs> Steph, again this morning, I'm like, hey, we're out because I'm doing it's 9 a.m. here. I'm like, hey, Steph, are we ready in 10 minutes? She's like, oh, uh, I thought I had another hour. We used to be 11 hours apart. I'm like, we still are. <laughs> <laughs> you just can't do math. <laughs> yeah, Noted. exactly. So I, th- I think one of your New Year's resolutions should be learn math. To learn, yeah, and just timekeeping, <laughs> but that's fine. <laughs> no passive aggressive at all. It's all good. We made it. So yeah, it is time for our New Year's resolution episode, and it's crazy to me. And like, I feel like everybody says this, but I'm like, where's the year gone? <laughs> like, where has the year gone? How are we going in to 2023? I don't know. It still like, feels like 2019. I know. And it's, you know, what they say like, as you get older, like time passes so much quicker. Yes. I feel that. And I, I feel it more so, I think, like you said, since, since COVID and the pandemic, where I'm like, are we not still in 2019? Yeah. Nope. Here we are. Time's just a dragon, um, but passing. So yeah, the more I, as this happens, I'm like, and as I get older, one year older, <laughs> we're getting decrepit. We're, we well, we're getting, you know, we're get, we're getting closer to middle age. <laughs> like we're we're not far off. We're closer now to our. Well, yeah, we're closer. I was about to say we're closer now to forty than twenty. No, no we're shit. closer to fifty. <laughs> yeah. No, we're closer to fifty than twenty, which is scary. Um, so more so than ever, I'm kind of like really like I was thinking about it this year 
And I'm like, wow, I really need to start. And I feel like I'm going to say this and and most people will be like, you guys travel loads. But I'm like, I really want to start traveling (laughs) even more and really like embracing travel and doing as much as I possibly can. Well, I think one of my favorite things about these episodes is always, you know, we do them every year and then we get together and we're like, yeah, we crushed it. We did. This is how we did the things we wanted to do last year. Whereas this year, this year we were listening to last year's resolutions and we were like, huh. (laughs) we didn't do any of them (laughs) we didn't do shit well we did a lot we just didn't do our resolutions (laughs) we didn't do our resolutions and i feel like maybe we were a little bit too eager out the gates from the pandemic and steph and i were like we're gonna like literally see the world in a year and yeah that didn't happen uh, but that's not to say that we didn't check off things from previous years. True. And I know we're going to go through some of them um, and then talk about this year's resolutions. But one of them, I remember I said before, before the pandemic hit, what did I say about going to Venice? You wanted to and do having, it? <laughs> having, yeah, go to Venice and have like a romantic solo trip to Venice on my own. And I finally did it this year. So, Wins. you know, New Year's resolutions, they don't have to be, you know, within that year. You can always go back and revisit old ones that maybe you didn't hit your, you know, those goals from previous years. Yeah, I'm here for it. And especially when it comes to travel, because, yeah, you can't you can't do everything. Oh. I loved the ambition we had. Like, I was like, yeah, I'm going to do tons more international trips now that international is open again. But, like, I'm going to do New Zealand and I'm going to do all the islands around Australia. <laughs> do any of those and i specifically said i don't have to be doing trips that are 20 hours away where did i go <laughs> north america 20 hours away about two times yeah. yeah so sometimes life takes you down a journey yeah and that's you have to embrace those moments it's going to take you off that sort of beaten track i mean i i think i i don't even remember everything i said last year but i know one of them was i wanted to see one of the seven wonders of the world like i was gonna tick one of those off yeah i did not <laughs> i think i think i had mentioned like uh where did i say you said christ the redeemer <laughs> right i think i was i i had picked ones where i'm like these are realistic if i were to and like just in terms of planning around certain countries that would be easier to go to yeah and yeah, I didn't I didn't do any of them. I think I did. I just spent a lot more time doing smaller trips this year and like closer to home. Yeah. And ones that didn't involve a lot of planning. And I think the idea so I did look into some of these places and the idea of planning like a big trip mm-hmm. like a you know what I mean? Like it just stressed me a little bit and I was like, Oh, I'd rather just do city breaks or go to Spain for a week and like I said, like I did the resort travel, like I just sat on a beach for a week and that's kind of i felt like i that was my travel pace mm-hmm. this year yeah versus something big and planned and really like foreign and going somewhere super far away if that makes sense oh for sure um so yeah i didn't i didn't see one of the seven wonders of the world but that could change this year <laughs> you are one of the seven wonders of the world andrea oh thank you <laughs> don't i know it i'm always fucking wondering <laughs> What's wrong with you? Whoa! <laughs> I like that. What else was on the list? Do you remember any of the other ones? Oh, listen, I intended to go through them all, but I just like said Seven Wonders of the World. I think I, I think I made reference to kind of I, I had overdone the road trip thing already, so I want to do something other than a road trip, and 
Then I went on a four-month road trip. Um, <laughs> I, so not only did I not do what I said, I did the opposite of what I said. Um, but I'm mm. all right with it. That is where I needed to be this year. So that's what I did. I can't remember if it was last year or the year before where, where I was like, I feel like maybe it was a year before where I was like, I'm going to do, I'm going to fly business class for the first time. Yes. And and since then, I've flown business class a few times. And I will say, I'm heading home for Christmas mm-hmm. on Tuesday, and I may or may not have booked <sighs> business class again. Now, can I just say, this is sort of, well, it's it's on topic, but off topic. Mm-hmm. Everybody listening, always check. You never know when business class might actually be worth the price versus the class under it because when i booked my christmas flights home and flying obviously over christmas is really expensive Mm -hmm. like that's you know prices go up so i looked at premium economy with british airways and it was more expensive than flying business by about 400 pounds right yeah and that was just a that was a simple supply and demand case where more people were booking premium economy at that time Mm mm-hmm around christmas so the prices surged up so i found a business class flight for actually not that bad it was cheaper than premium so that guys i'm just saying yeah i don't think that would ever happen with qantas i wish well, maybe not qantas yeah. but i'm saying any other airline just don't just always you never know just check just see what the price is yeah and if you could justify the difference but so if that's on your new year's resolution list just you know just I say it. it always keep an eye on it it's not it's not a, a totally unattainable thing to do. I think sometimes people are like, I can never fly business class. It's so expensive. <laughs> sometimes it's not that bad. I've been bidding on every flight for an upgrade. <laughs> I still, I have the points. I have the status. I have it all. Cannot get the yeah. upgrade. So I, where I didn't see one of the seven wonders of the world, I've ticked off the business class thing like three times now. <laughs> <laughs> once, once you go business you never go back that doesn't even make sense i was gonna say that didn't come out clever i know um so what's your goals heading into next year is it to see one of the seven wonders or is that just gonna be like a nice to have so there's something i've put on my list here that potentially i could see one of the seven wonders of the world now i've gone in firstly i think with less less goals i think i did too many (laughs) last year too lofty and i think quality over quantity right yeah if any of you follow me on social media, you'll see that I've been spending a lot of time at the London Zoo. So recently this year, I took on a volunteer position as a zookeeper, which is like my dream job. So I've taken on this volunteer position, zookeeping at the London Zoo in the primates and the predators section, which is like that's pretty cool. the best section. Yeah, I know. Everyone's like, how did you just get a volunteer position straight off the bat in that department? And I'm like, I don't know. I must have wowed them in my interview. <laughs> 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 But anyways, I've been having the best time looking after monkeys and the tigers that are there. And they've got little baby tiger cubs and there's Mm. lions and otters as well. Anyways, I've been loving it. And I was thinking that this year or next year, Mm -hmm. 2023, I really want to do a trip that is some type of animal encounter. Now, I've done a lot of those in the past. I just haven't done one recently. The last one that comes to mind that I did was back in 2018 Mm -hmm. and I went to Borneo and I went to the orangutan sanctuary, which was so amazing. But I like, I was thinking about it and a lot of my favorite sort of 
trips that I've done or travel that I've done have been around animal encounters. When I did like safari in Tanzania, again, the orangutans in Borneo, that's when I just feel like I'm getting the most out of my sort of trips and and travel. And so I'm like, okay, next year, that's something I want to do. And I was kind of looking into it. And since I've been working at the zoo, you know, the tigers, so we've got a mom and a dad tiger and some baby cubs mm-hmm. that are so adorable. And I get to go in and clean up their poop every every Sunday, <laughs> <laughs> which, which, oh my God, it's the cutest little poop you'll ever see. But anyways, and I was looking at, there's like trips you can do in India, mm-hmm. and I've never been to India. And you India, India. Uh, uh, so I'll be honest, India's not, and I know you love it, it's never really been on my bucket list. Yeah. Like, for whatever reason, it just doesn't That's fair. appeal to me. Um, however, that said, I would love to see parts of it. I think if I were to do India, like, I would be the one going to do do the tourist things, like see the Taj Mahal, if I'm being completely honest. Yeah. And th- so they do have these trips. I've sort of looked into it where you can do, like, a tiger safari. Obviously not guaranteed to see tigers in the wild, but... I mean, if you're going to see a tiger in the wild, it's probably going to be in India. Um, and then it ties into, you know, you go and you see the Taj Mahal. And it's like, you know, a 10-day sort of trip. And I'm like, that would be perfect for me because then I could actually go. It's not that I don't want to go to India. I just do want to, I think, just, I wouldn't want to, like, backpack there. I know when yeah. a lot of people go, they spend a lot of time there. And I'm like, I just kind of want to see the sights and then and then go. So I'm looking into this. I've already started kind of looking into it where can I actually do like a tiger safari obviously looking into like ethical companies and for anyone who has listened for a while we did a whole episode uh, a few a couple years back now on ethical animal encounters with um, zoos Victoria so have a listen to that you know if you're looking to do sort of an animal encounter trip next year as well Um, but yeah so I started looking into this and that I'm kind of like this could take off a New Year's resolution for next year, but also last year's. See one of the seven wonders of the world, which is the Taj Mahal. Perfect. I'm a big fan of this idea. Yeah. Yes. And I'm like, I just I've realized that, like, I think since volunteering at the zoo, just like how happy I am when I am sort of like not even being around animals, but like even like I'm learning a lot about you know some of the conservation projects that they're working on mm-hmm. at the zoo with you know other like other zoos in other countries, and it's just been you know really interesting to me. So. Yeah, so I've got this on my list. When you were in India, did you see any tigers? I didn't. Did you do anything like I that? I did not, I, but I didn't try to, to be fair. I was very much like backpacking, super budget. Like I did what was within the towns. So I did like yeah. two weeks in Delhi, like a week and a half in Mumbai, went to Agra. But I didn't sort of venture out of the cities too much. Yeah, like I was reading online and there are these such things as tiger safaris, but it sounds like it's not as, like if you do a safari in like Kenya or Tanzania, Mm -hmm. like you're guaranteed you are going to see a lion. You're going to see zebras. You're going to see the animals. Like I remember when we did it, it was just like every time we turned a corner, there was another lion there. Yeah. But it sounds like the tiger safaris, you're not, it's not as guaranteed. Obviously there's a lot less, like a lot of tiger species are endangered, Mm -hmm. which is why you know, the ones that we have at the London Zoo are, they're an endangered species that come from, I think these ones are from Sri Lanka. But but anyway, so I don't know. It's one of those I need to look into and see, like, would it be worth it? You know, and I have to accept as well, if I don't see a tiger in the wild, I don't see a tiger in the wild. Like, I think people do animal encounters and expecting guaranteed to yeah, see. Yeah, you got to go in with realistic expectations for sure. Yeah. 
it's like going dolphin. Like I went dolphin watching in Tenerife and, you know, we were lucky enough. We did see dolphins and, um, you know, some whales as well, but like, you know, you're not always going to. So anyways, that's like my big one, I think for this year. Um, how about you? What have you got on your list? (laughs) Well, it's going to be pretty anticlimactic coming out of that because for anyone who follows me, you'll know I bought a house that's being built Mm -hmm. and that has taken a chunk of my, a chunk of money all of my savings (laughs) yeah I was like all of your money so because I'm in that that has significantly restricted what I can and can't do for the next little bit so my big thing and this is not a big thing is there's a couple hotels I've wanted to stay at here in Victoria specifically Mm. Clifftop at Hepburn if anyone doesn't know what that is you have to google it and mm. Jackalope Hotels. So they're two very high-end hotels. They're kind of like four to $600 a night with minimum two to three night stays. So they cost a couple grand, but I follow Clifftop. And what happens is, is every, like once a month, they'll send out a thing that says, you know, we're fully booked for the month, but they'll have one or two nights of a yeah. gap. And they'll sell off the one night for like 200 and something bucks just to just to fill it so i think for me because i'm not going to be doing a lot of things i've followed these accounts online for years and genuinely really wanted to stay there i think i'm gonna when i see that next email in the next couple months i'm gonna grab a night and go up there by myself and take a bottle of wine and just enjoy it (laughs) so this actually no this is a great idea and this reminds me of a friend of mine actually just did this in London. There's a, there's a, a website. I don't even know if it's a website or, or an app, but it's staycation.com. And basically it gives you, um, if you put in your city, I don't know what cities they have it in, but my friend, she used it in London and it gives you deals and exclusive rates for like really nice hotels yeah. in big cities. And so obviously in London, we have some of the most beautiful, rich, you know, hotels here. And she did exactly that where she got like she lives in London, but she got an Uber to pick her up, drive her to this like luxurious hotel where she spent one or two nights and same thing, just like had a really beautiful room. They had like a spot, the hotel, and she just chilled for like a couple days because same thing. She's trying to save money, but sometimes even just leaving your house and seeing a different part of you know again in, in melbourne's a big city london's a huge city yeah it can feel like a, like a vacation um you should check staycation.com if they've got it in uh melbourne or, or anyone listening in australia in other parts of australia because yeah it's, it seems like they you can find pretty good deals on there and it's probably exactly what you said where they're probably just trying to sell off some of these rooms last minute and who better to sell it to than people that are already, yeah, you know, there in the city looking for just like a night away. Yeah. I bet a lot of moms do it where they're like, okay, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I need a night. They- Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds. And they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... 
All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. And they deserve it for sure. Yeah. And vice versa. Maybe dads too. But <laughs> so kind of sort of staycation, but luxury staycation is what you're you're kind of going for like the, the cool like hotel vibes. Yeah. So it's it's definitely staycation, but it's like affordable luxury, like sort of the I hack like on how I'm going to do it. Because if I were to just go to their yeah. website on any given day, I'd be like, I can never I'll never be able to do this. So yeah. Yeah, I'm going to ju- and it's one of those things where you have to be flexible because they send the email and it's like, this is what we got. And you just have to jump on it. So I'm going to do that. That's perfect. Yeah. I think as well, like the older I get and the way that my travel style has sort of evolved since in my 20s and now late 30s. Oh, God, <laughs> that hurts to say. Um, but I think we've talked about it. Like, I really appreciate a really nice hotel now. Oh, my gosh. And, like, and, and that, that doesn't mean it doesn't even have to mean expensive. Yeah. But I really like seeing just like even like different like hotel designs and like architecture and like, you know what I mean? And like a lot of these boutique or like contemporary sort of hotels, like I'm, I will book for that experience now. It's funny you say that because tomorrow night I'm staying at the Mayfair Adelaide, which is kind of exactly that. But because it's an Adelaide like luxury pricing is a bit more reasonable than luxury melbourne um but it's still same level luxury hotel and i'm practicing what we preach because i'm going there for work so it's a Mm -hmm. work expense so i've got this beautiful hotel in a luxury room it comes with a free drink it comes with this gorgeous spa bubble bath so literally tomorrow night once my work event is over i'm going to be enjoying that glass of wine in a bubble bath in my luxury room and just going <sighs> I think a nice like a nice hotel just I don't know it can, it really can make the difference on whether you're doing a staycation or not a staycation and I get that's not for everyone some people are just like I book a hotel to sleep at and I don't need to spend a lot of money oh. and don't get me wrong I still do that here and there I was but... gonna say I still do that too it's my gauge of how much I'm willing to spend is what is the purpose like if I'm just going mm. there to show up sleep leave I'm totally happy with a cheap room. (laughs) Yeah. Well, that's like if I go to like a wedding out of town, like I book, you know, like I had friends of mine that got married earlier this year outside of London. I booked the Premier Inn, which there's not, Premier Inns are actually like, they're, you know, they're a good budget sort of hotel, but they're nice. They have comfy beds, comfy pillows. So I feel like your trip to India encompassing all those things is a really big one. Did you have any other? So I have other ones that aren't necessarily like I need to go here and Mm. see this or so one of the things I 
I really want to do for next year. We And we talk about this all the time when it comes to budgeting. Now, I feel like I'm good at budgeting trip by trip. But what I haven't done in the past, and I think I need to start doing, is allocating a chunk of money just for travel. Like I give myself, okay, you've got... X amount. I'm not going to say what that is because I have an, an idea in my head, but everyone's will be different. Yeah. And then from that, look at, tie that into like, okay, how much vacation time do I have? And how can I break this out? How can I break out my vacation time and break out my budget Ooh. into the types of trips that I want to take? So I would love to take that. So again, I'm very lucky in the UK. I have, you know, around five weeks vacation, which is a lot of time. Mm-hmm. And what I would like to do is take that five weeks and start breaking out for all of those days, those trips. So like if I want to put India in there doing like a tiger safari and see the Taj Mahal, all right, uh, of my 25 days, um, let's say that's, I don't know, seven to 10 days. Mm-hmm. And then from the budget that I set myself, take the budget out of that. And then, you know, okay, I've got X amount of days left. So I'm going to say I want to allocate seven days to city breaks. And of that seven days, then oh. break out. Which cities do I want to see and how long will I need in each of those? So let's say, you know, there's three cities split by seven days. And then again, take my budget, my annual budget I have allocated for travel and break out how much I'm going to spend in each of those and like how much I'll need, et cetera, et cetera. And then, you know, if I want to do a week on a resort like I did, you know, back in November and just start actually budgeting and sticking to that budget and having like a really well thought out plan of a a total budget and my total vacation days. If that makes sense. I feel like I, the way I explained that was, (laughs) I mean, I feel like, but I feel like it makes a lot of sense. I'm just like, do you think given the fact that you've traveled for years now and what you've done has worked for you, that you will actually do this? I think the way I've traveled has worked for me, but I feel like I can travel smarter. Okay. Like, I feel like if I do this, I will get more out of, and like I was saying earlier, like, as we're getting older, I'm like, where's the year gone? I need to, like, really (laughs) embrace travel and, like, the time that I do have. Well, yeah, you're right. And then you'll travel smarter because you'll be, you'll prioritize. You'll say, what do I really want to do? Right. But then this also ties into like outside of traveling where I can then save better in other areas of my of my life. You know what I mean? Like, because I feel like right now I'm just sort of every trip I take is on the fly. Okay, I'm just throwing however much money I'm like, it'll cost this much. Fine. But maybe I'm not saving enough you know, in like my emergency fund, for example, or if I want to save up for other things in life. Mm -hmm. I gotcha. I like it. I dig it. Now we got to make it happen. (laughs) Do you do any budgeting or like, like when you traveled the world, did you not do any sort of budgeting or planning? Like anything you can, any advice you can (laughs) give me? Well, I'll tell you, I, when I did my round the world, my budget was 35 dollars a day for entertainment food and accommodation so it was a tight budget that didn't include my around the world flight of course that was bought in advance Mm -hmm. um so i was being very budget conscious at the time i think i definitely budget now and this is where maybe i could be better than (laughs) the same way you're saying because what i do is i'm like okay this is what i want to spend 
and I'm pretty good. But then I have these big YOLO moments. Yeah. I deserve this. And then I ball out and I blow my budget through the roof. Well, and that's what I'm saying that I do that now. Did you split your budget by like country or city or anything? Like you knew you were going to be gone for a year. I just had $35 a day. So what I did was I totaled that up, like my full budget. And then obviously some days I spent double that. And then other days I only did free things. So I spent nothing. Um, Mm. I couch surfed a lot, which saved on accommodation. So I just kind of kept a general track. I wasn't rigid to the 35 per day, but I was very much, I stuck to my budget because that was all I had. (laughs) Like when I stopped having the money, I went home. So I did really stick to it in a disciplined way because I had to, I didn't have more money. But that's what I, yeah. And that's where I think when you know because you obviously weren't working then where like yeah i'm working and obviously i'm making money all the time so this is where i do get i think a quite what's the word i'm looking for like quite frivolous when it comes to traveling and i just book the, like yeah. and I, I love being spontaneous i do love that but i feel like i haven't always made the smartest oh. decisions in terms of like what i'm spending and and where and and again i'm not I'm not like optimizing on my vacation time. You know what I mean? So yeah, Yeah, I need to actually sit down and look at my annual, you know, what I'm going to earn next year and then take like, you know, maybe it's 10% of, I don't know. Like, I don't even know what a smart, what is a smart percentage of what you earn (laughs) and what you should allocate to to travel. So say it's 10%, take that number and then start breaking it down with the type of trips I want to do. And then I would love to see if I actually stick to it you know that's the Um, hard part i actually quite enjoy the budgeting process it's the sticky like even if you look at my road trip through the state so i you know a client paid for my flight in and out of the states um Mm -hmm. i was just planning on having a rental car for getting to and from that client event and then the rest of the time i thought i would you know take a train or take a bus like i thought that's how i get state to state on this trip what did I do? I went and rented a Ford Mustang convertible for three months. <laughs> yeah. It's hard because it's hard. You know, it's, it's, it's like you said, sticking to the budget, but then, you know, there's that spontaneity in life that, you know, the YOLO moments. And I think between you and I, I think we can both agree that we have too many YOLO moments. <laughs> I, know, I know. And we need to maybe like half that. So, uh, yeah. So if anybody has a good budgeting, plan or idea or just I don't know like if there's got to be some influencer on TikTok or like Instagram <laughs> that does this for a living and send me their details because yeah okay I will obviously I mean someone out there has done this I'll find it for you after this well I know it's not you I know you're not gonna find it I meant people listening I know you're you're not following them <laughs> all right um, fair. so that was yeah my that was kind of yeah my sort of boring yeah Boring. And I think I'll actually add in the, the one of the other ones I have in that is just better weekend planning, really optimizing my weekends better, which I have not done this year. Yeah, I think I am. Again, I'm very fortunate that I live in the UK and I'm so close to all these other European countries. And I just I, ha- I I'm not optimizing my weekend travel okay. in the EU. And I want to do more of that. All right. So I think for goal wise because like when I look at what you've done in the past year I think you've done a lot you've 
been to a number of countries. You've done quite a lot of things, but I think maybe some of them are repeat countries. So maybe again, for you, something should be, you know, going to one or two EU countries you haven't been to. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, I feel like this past year, I've kind of just, you know, done the familiar things and that's fine. I didn't want to do a lot of planning like last year, I think, or this year. So yeah, I think it's just going to, again... I know we've said it in the past, but just better planning around when it comes to budget, vacation time, and really utilizing those weekends. I have so many friends in Canada that are like, why do you not go away every weekend? Just like, why are you not? Because <laughs> well... they're like, if I was there, yeah, I mean, it's not realistic to think you're going to get like those cheap eight, 10 pound flights every on a week. Friday or yeah. Sunday. And, and I'm like, you know, you're right. Like, I don't, I take it for granted. I've been here 12 years now. And I do take the, yeah, the weekends for granted here. So maybe it's like, you know, once every other month I take a long weekend somewhere. And like you said, somewhere new, somewhere I haven't been and I can go explore and really tie in, you know, those city breaks. Okay, done. We're committing you to it right now. What else is on your list? So the only other one on my list, because I can't be too ambitious this year. I know that. I've seen quite a lot of Australia for anyone who listens. You know, I did the five-month caravan trip. I've done tons of New South Wales. I haven't really done much of Queensland. So I've been there once Mm -hmm. um, when I flew into Brisbane in 2018 for work. But that was fly in for work, go to work event, stay at the hotel, fly out. So really didn't see or experience anything. So I think it's going to be, and it's going to be, again, it's spontaneous when Jetstar does one of those like $60 flights. Fly to Queens, anything in Queensland. I'm not even being specific. It's a big state. <laughs> um, but at, like, I've never been to Cairns, Have Gold you Coast, never been to Coast, Byron Bay? Never been to Byron Bay. Ne- I, like, I've Jeez. never done anything in Queensland. Because on the caravan trip, obviously... COVID was popping off and the three states that were opening, closing, opening were Queensland, New South Wales, and Victoria. So just completely avoided those states and did everything else. It's so funny because when I went to Australia for the first time, that's what I did. Yeah. And it's funny that you're like, so I've done Queensland. Yeah. Not all of it, obviously, but like we did a pretty big chunk of it and you've been living there for like five years and you still haven't done it. (laughs) I know. So. Oh my God, I should come and, I should come and. Yes, come. I love Queen. I'm surprised. And I know, as I'm going to say this, like, I know so many Aussies listening are are going to roll their eyes to the back of their head when I say this. But Byron Bay, I had the best time in Byron Bay. (laughs) And it was like, it was like over 10 years ago that I went. And I'm aware that it's probably changed a lot. And I, Steph, we know people that are from there and absolutely hate it now. (laughs) But I... Just, I probably have this like memory of Byron Bay with like where I'm wearing rose tinted glasses, but I, I loved it there yeah. so much, That's and good. I like That's would love to want. go back. I know, and but I want you to go. I want you to go before. It sounds like it's getting a little bit like too like influencers in the wild there. I think if and very and very expensive. I mean, it was expensive when I was there, but it sounds like it's even more expensive. Yeah, I think. At that point, that just is what it is. Like, I think it's already fully leaned into that. Um, So it's not like it's getting worse. That is what it is. But I want to go and do all of it. I want to do anything. So I'm just going to, it's going to be last minute. It's going to be spontaneous. It's going to be cheap. I'll probably find a house sit. (laughs) Like, yeah. But I'm going to find a way to make it happen. Can you still, and I can't remember now, the Great Barrier Reef. Can people still snorkel there or no? Yeah. 
They can. Yeah. Okay. I thought I read somewhere that like because it was getting I think they oh, oh, listen, I'm not an expert on it, but I'm pretty sure there's controlled measures about around it. Yeah. Um but I mean, I know people who've done it recently. So Oh, okay, yeah. okay. No. I could I thought I must have made that up cuz yeah. I I mean, I remember when we did it and they were really, like obviously they were like do not touch the coral yeah. like Oh, obviously that's still the case. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I wasn't sure if they were still letting like people. It's going to be one of those though. I I feel like at some point they maybe won't let people in there. So Steph, get in there now. I know, I know. You got to do it if you're going to go to Queensland. Okay, got to do the Great Barrier Reef. All right, maybe that uh, I'll try to make that my Queensland manifestation. Great Barrier Reef. That should be on your like checklist for this year. You should even make it specific. Okay, as one of your resolutions. (laughs) I will try, but I'll be happy with any Queensland. It'll more just be like Jetstar, like, do this super cheap. I'll be like, okay, <laughs> if you insist Jetstar. <laughs> so, yeah, so I'm keeping it pretty low-key this year. I got Queensland. I got some very specific bougie hotels. I think that's good, though. Yeah. I think I think our goals are a little smart. bit more smart attainable <laughs> like we went crazy last year like we really <laughs> thought we were like doing around the world trip last year where we're like we're gonna see the seven wonders of the world in two months while we're I was still like, working I'm full time go all the islands around australia <laughs> <laughs> no i'm not uh, yeah i'm climbing mount everest no i definitely never said that i've done one trekking trip i did kilimanjaro a few years ago yeah and after I did that, people are like, oh, like, so, like, are there any other treks you want to do now? Now that you've done one, do you want to do, like, Machu Picchu? Or, and I thought about it. Like, no. And initially, I think I was like, yeah, I want to do, I do want, I want to do this one and this one and this one. And now I'm like, nah, I'm good. Yeah. I've done one. <laughs> exactly. I would maybe actually do Machu Picchu. I think I, because I think that one's pretty easy. I could be wrong, <laughs> but. <laughs> nice. Love it. I think we've got a good year in store for us. Good year coming up. And I want to hear what everyone else's resolutions are for the year. Yes. Everybody make a list. And check it twice. Steph, you're definitely on the naughty list. I've literally done nothing naughty at all. I've been the most boring person. (laughs) You are pretty boring. Just kidding. (laughs) All right. Well, everybody have a happy new year. Happy new year. Thanks for an amazing 2022, everyone. Yes. And we'll see you in 2023. All the Shit I've Learned Abroad is a travel podcast focused on anything and everything related to travel. You can listen to us on multiple platforms from iTunes to Google Play Music and more. And with that, please, if you have a chance, give us a five-star review on iTunes or whatever platform you listen on. That drives us up the charts and really, really helps us out. Want to support us on Patreon? Find us over at Shit Have Learned Abroad Pod. And donations start as low as just $1. Also, if you could follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Shit Abroad Pod and Facebook by searching all the Shit I've Learned Abroad. Thanks so much for listening. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. 
Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.